De la patrulla de Minos de California. Weather headlines for today, yes. Welcome to the Revenue Generator Podcast, an I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear how industry leaders integrate sales, marketing, product, and customer success into a single business unit with a common goal of optimizing their revenue cycle. We'll unearth how innovators integrate data, technology, people, and processes to expedite demand generation and increase recurring revenue. Sit back, tune in, and get ready to meet a member of the Revenue Generation. Here's the host of the Revenue Generator podcast, the CMO of Lean Data, Doug Bell. Welcome to the Revenue Generator podcast, where we members of the Revenue Generation share solutions for how you can integrate your business to optimize revenue. I'm your host, Doug Bell, and today we're going to be talking about how fractional CMOs can help businesses. Joining us is Sheila Clefcorn, who is the CEO of KEO Marketing, which is a full-service B2B marketing agency that is committed to developing marketing strategies and plans that help clients succeed. And today, Sheila and I are going to be talking about how to scale companies with fractional CMOs. Okay, here's my conversation with Sheila Clefcorn, the CEO at KEO Marketing. Sheila, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Doug. I'm excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you on board. I have to say, my producer, wonderful people, lots of guest applications, and we've been seeing a lot about this idea of a fractional CMO. Sheila, you are our first guest to really explain what this means. So you've got this burden of sort of unpacking this topic for us today. So thank you for being with us. I know it's a big part of what your business delivers. So let's start with the basics. What's a fractional CMO? Sure. Well, a fractional CMO, at its essence, it means you have a part-time head of marketing. And some companies have a chief marketing officer. Some companies have a executive or vice president of marketing, but it's it's the senior leader of marketing. And increasingly, companies are starting to leverage what are called fractional CMOs or even fractional vice presidents of marketing because of cost. You know, we are either in a recession or soon will be in a recession. And so for smaller or mid-market companies trying to compete against larger firms, it's tough to be able to hire a head of marketing and a, a team of senior specialists who can deliver you the kind of results that you need. So in our agency, we've pioneered a program where a client can get a part-time head of marketing, that would be me, and a team of senior specialists to augment the team that you already have all on a part-time basis, which keeps your costs much lower and enables you to get better results faster to scale your company and compete with larger competitors. Okay, great answer. What I'm hearing here sort of underlying what you're saying is there's a certain level of cost pressure that's happening. That cost pressure says, I really need a senior leader on board who can deliver the goods can't afford that senior leader. Depending on what part of the country you're in, depending on your industry, you're talking anywhere from three hundred to $600,000 in compensation, right? Probably higher depending on where you are, maybe lower depending on maybe you're in the Midwest. But for the most part, we're talking about very expensive folks who know what they're doing. Or you can go with what we'll call a high potential, right? So this is that young and hungry, very capable, very smart, very dedicated junior marketer. And my guess here is that a lot of organizations sort of struggle within that gap, 
right? So there's a certain risk with that high potential. The idea of high potential meaning there's that possibility of delivery to somebody who's actually delivered the goods before. So that makes a ton of sense to me. But I have to say that the piece that confuses me a bit is how effective is any fractional executive? Let's not pick on marketers for now, but functionally speaking, how hard is it to be good half the time? Well, as somebody who does this for several companies at a time, I can tell you that it is for people who are really good at time management and really good at leveraging teams. So if you have a fractional CMO, and and you might get a fractional CMO who is just fractional CMO for you and one other company, and half time seems kind of manageable. I do it for more, but I have 30 years of experience doing it. So I have a lot of experience doing marketing leadership and knowing what's going to work and be able to go to market quickly because of that level of experience. So if you have a fractional CMO, it's important to think about what kind of leadership do you need? How is your executive team structured? And what do you want your role to be as the CEO if you're hiring that person? So what happens normally with companies, and especially a lot of SaaS companies, is you'll hire an agency to help because you've got some generalists inside your company, but you need some specialists that can do, you know, sophisticated advertising or things like that. And what happens if you don't have a head of marketing is that the CEO or the head of operations or the head of revenue ends up being the de facto head of marketing because they have to interact with the agency. And so what I do, a big part of what I do is take that off the plate of the CEO, for example, and make sure that I'm coordinating with the other executives. Because a big part of marketing leadership is coordinating with the head of sales, coordinating with the head of product, trying to understand what are we going to say about this next milestone in the product development, those kinds of things. And so that's the part that most people forget happens when you think, oh, I'll just get an agency, is who's going to lead that? Who's going to interface with the other members of the team to make sure that those marketing plans get implemented correctly? I'm listening in right now. I'm going, this sounds interesting. I'm maybe pre-scale, 10 million. I've got product to market fit. Just got another big round. Oh boy, I need to scale fast, right? Right. I'm just going to go with my age doesn't really matter, but my less experienced senior director of demand chat. She seems pretty cool. Let's promote her as opposed to a fractional CMO. In other words, the sort of standard approach that organizations are currently taking, right? Those high potentials. That doesn't work out, right? And, and my sense is that this is where sort of your service and other fractional CMO services are jumping in when that's gone wrong. And my guess here, Sheila. Well, and principally the reason it goes wrong, because that person is more of a, a tactical person as opposed to a strategic person who can align goals between departments to achieve the overall objectives of the company. Just answer my question. That's exactly where I was going, which is the end of the day. What's that split, right? Where do organizations potentially need to kind of think in terms of the ability to be tactical versus strategic? So really, what's that? Well, that's what that fractional CMO does for us. I'm going to take us back a little bit because, again, we're noticing this trend out there quite a bit. I, I do think, as you pointed out, Sheila, there's a certain amount of demand occurring because, hey, guess what? We're in recession. We're in a tech recession irrespective of where the rest of the world is right now, tech is in recession. And B2B SaaS is profoundly in recession. I would argue it started in the spring of, of last year, maybe a bit sooner. I would agree with you. Yeah, I would guess here that there's going to be a certain demand just simply because folks need that senior leadership. 
They probably can keep that high potential person, by the way, on board because they've got a senior leader who can help nurture them, right? So they don't have to choose between cake and eating the cake, right? Right. I just butchered that, by the way. But <laughs> the idea here, I guess I want to understand is how much of this is a bridging strategy and how much of this is a sustainable strategy over time? Well, it certainly can be until you have the money to be able to hire full-time, in-house, expensive teams. Uh, it can be a bridge, and we've certainly done that. It can also be something that you might decide that you just like how that works, <laughs> which happens, you know, most of our clients have been with us between two and 12 years, so a long, long time. And it depends on whether you're getting results. And so for any fractional senior executive that you have, if they can deliver results on that limited time and limited budget, wouldn't you want to keep them? Fair point. I'm going to throw some other arguments out here, Sheila. These aren't necessarily my arguments. But great. Uh, but, I, but I think that the cynicism potentially of other folks listening in. Talk to me about the, and I'm going to use the term interstitial here, but talk to me about those moments between meetings, those conversations that are typically happening that are over the lunch table or drinks after work or what have you. Now, a big part of this is sort of blown up with the pandemic, right? We've learned to get along without having somebody in the office. But I think it's a little different. The first team principle effectively says, right, that our senior leadership, their first priority is the senior leadership team. And therefore, that level of kind of understanding and communication and being able to work together is paramount, first team principles. How does that work with a fractional CMO? Well, it, it works the same as if I was full-time where I'm going to spend more time in person, especially in the beginning. And then for more and more companies, their executives are in different cities anyway, where the headquarters is in Dallas and the CEO is in Florida and the CTO is in Silicon Valley. So more and more teams are distributed anyway, whether they're full-time or part-time. I think it's about being intentional about how you use the time. And it's about being as focused on what we call core or team one. So other executives have talked about, you know, in your role as an executive, are you mostly focused on your subject matter area or are you focused on core one, which is the company in general? And if you can find a fractional CMO who is as focused on core one as they are, or, or even more so than they are on their functional area, then you're going to make it work. Do I get to take them to the board meeting with me? Sure. I sit through a lot of board meetings. <laughs> you know, at this time of year, I, I sit through a lot of sales kickoff meetings. <laughs> a lot of SKOs happen this time of year. It is the time for rubber chicken and salespeople pounding on tables while the marketing folks sit in the back. Yes, it is that time. So this is not a hidden position. Right. And it's important to be a part of all of those things. So, you know, I, just as any CMO would would move from meeting with sales to meeting with marketing team to meeting with product development. I do all those same things on a part-time basis. And I work hard to make sure that I am focused on the right things at the right time with the right people and that I'm empowering the leaders who work with me to also carry some of that water, which saves the company money and arguably makes a more effective entire team. So talk to me about when an organization is really facing this decision, Sheila. Give me a, a crib sheet, if you will, on how to make the decision to go either. Let's, I'm going to give you three scenarios. I talked about the, the high potential. So I'll start with that high potential. Get another CMO. You know, it just the CMO didn't work out. I'm going to go get another CMO or I'm going to go fractional. 
sort of what's that cheat sheet for helping companies understand what direction should they should take with those three choices? I would say that most often, especially in the SaaS space, that the company hasn't had a head of marketing and they've been struggling along with either agency support or director level generalists. And they think that they need to move to the next stage, but the thought of keeping all their current people plus having a head of marketing on a full-time basis is just more than they can do. It's going to ruin their cost structure. It's going to not put them in the position that they need for their next round of funding or what have you. And so that's typically how it happens in my experience more often. If you've already had a full-time CMO, you're probably not going to pull back unless you've got a pretty substantial change happening in the business. Right. So potentially I'm going to be acquired. I'm moving into a new market. I'm launching a new product platform. I don't quite know what I'm going to be doing in a year. So in the meantime, I need somebody senior understands what they're doing and can help me navigate these turbulent waters of change. Right. And there's got to be some pressure for speed, typically, because the advantage of having a senior level part-time CMO come on board is they can help you get to the strategy faster, help with the ramp up to that go-to-market faster, and execute faster because they have experience doing the same thing for other companies. What do you give up? you got to be giving up something up because, Sheila, there's a ton of people listening in right now that are CMOs that are going, you're killing me, right? You're, <laughs> you're promising everything that I can do anyway, except that it's going to be, let's say it's half the cost or roughly half the cost. Right. Well, I mean, I think every company needs to make the right decision for the company. And so every company's cost structure is different. Every company's runway is different. And I think that having a part-time CMO isn't the right decision for every company. But more and more companies are experimenting with different kinds of senior leadership, just what we were talking about in terms of having people in different locations even. And many of those people have been found to, to really be working part-time anyway. So in my experience, the CEOs have been wildly excited about it because they feel like they get more attention or a faster result, better communication, more focus because of the need to be focused during that time than they might if they had a full-time person. And for CMOs, you know, this might be your role at some point in the future. I can see a world where most mid-market companies have part-time leadership, and this might be the kind of thing that you're going to want to experience at some point because it gives you more variety in your life. It gives you a bigger chance to make a contribution. My reason for being in the world is to make a big contribution, which is why I lead this kind of a life where I feel like I can make an impact on more organizations at the same time. And it's really fun. It's not going to be the right thing for every CMO to move in that direction, but it's becoming more and more prevalent and companies are able to scale faster because of the cost savings. And you agree there's a trend towards the fractional CMOs? Yeah, there's a trend for fractional CFOs. There's a trend for yeah. fractional product development people, you know, all of those kinds of things. It, it, to me, it's an extension of the agency model where, you know, the missing piece was the leadership. Right. So it's filling that that gap. And I, and I would agree. I, I feel like, you know, I think it's called part-time control or something that's advertised quite a bit in the Bay Area as an example. That's a good example of fractional CMOs, or sorry, CFOs rather. So talk to me a bit more about which industries you're seeing kind of take up the fractional CMO approach. 
And then what do you expect in the future? Do you expect this to be sort of a, hey, we're riding this frightening recession out. It's a short-term strategy, or do you see it as being more of a long-term strategy? So that was a big, long question. First thing is, what industries are you seeing it happening in? Where do you expect the industries to go? Do you think this is a long-term trend? Sure. Well, we're seeing it, we're a B2B agency. So that's the area that I work in the most. And we see it primarily in tech, particularly in SaaS, where they probably have their teams spread out anyway. We're seeing it not so much in manufacturing or things that require people to be in one place. But if your company is already either partially or wholly working virtually, this fits in very well with your model. All right. So would you expect this trend to continue or do you feel like ultimately, as with any trend, it has its peak and then it kind of settles into its place? I firmly believe it's going to continue and expand. If you just look at the number of fractional CMO job listings that are on the boards right now, it has tripled just in the last eight months. And so more and more companies are posting for fractional CMOs, which didn't happen a year ago. And I've been doing this for 30 years. So I started out as a rent a CMO (laughs) and then eventually added a team to help fill in the gaps. So I've been doing this a long time, but really it's started becoming part of the regular vernacular just within the last year. There are companies like Chief Outsiders who have been doing it for a while, but, but not a lot of people have been doing this sort of thing. What is so powerful about it is that it gives companies more options for how to staff their companies for the time and the place that they're in. And again, it might not be something that you want to do forever, but it can be incredibly powerful at particularly pivotal times. If you're getting ready for an IPO, if you're getting ready for a second round of funding and you need to keep your costs low, if you're wanting to go fast And just getting an in-house team typically takes six months to get up to speed before you even get any runway. So depending on your circumstances, it it could be the thing that will help you get to your next stage in just the right amount of time. I think it also, to really support your point, I think it also speaks to something we've sort of lost track of, which is this huge generational shift that's going on. I'm, I'm Gen X. Me too. And I would say the baby boomers are rapidly sort of exiting the marketplace. The generation right after us is large. Millennial generation is quite large. We're sort of the sandwich, smaller generation. But what's interesting is you really have this lack of senior leadership. It is leaving in droves quickly because as the Gen Xers join, really, at the end of the day, we're filling that boomer. I don't know if that's a derogatory term anymore. We're filling that boomer gap. So I also think it speaks to what I think we're going to experience for the next 10 years, which is a huge amount of talent leaving from the boomers, a huge amount of kind of Gen X talent maturing, and then a certain amount of gap in terms of waiting for the next great wave of millennial talent to, to join. Well, I'll tell you what, you were the perfect guest to unpack the whole idea of fractional CMOs. Sheila, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Doug. Really excited to be here. Okay, that wraps up this episode of the Revenue Generator Podcast. Thanks to Sheila Clefcorn, CEO of KEO Marketing, for joining us in part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow. Sheila and I are going to dig in and talk about finding senior level marketing resources. If you can't wait until our next episode and would like to learn more about Sheila, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile on our show notes, or you can contact her on Twitter where her handle is S-K-L-O-E-K-O-R-N or visit her company website at keomarketing.com. Just one link in our show notes I want to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while listening to this podcast, head over to RevGenPod where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. 
You can subscribe to our weekly newsletter, apply to be a speaker on the Revenue Generator podcast, or you can even share your revenue generation questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is at RevGenPod on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Sorry, no TikTok yet. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Market Advocate. If you haven't subscribed yet and want a daily stream of RevGen strategies in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and be back in your feed the next business day. Okay, that's all for today. But until next time, keep cranking because the revenue isn't going to generate itself. 